0: Not working.
1: What was that noise?
0: I see something outside.
1: Don't go out there!
0: Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale.
1: Wanna play a game?
0: How long can you survive?
1: So, have you ever heard of the black water from the faucet in the hotel room?
0: No, but it sounds like they really need to clean their pipes.
1: Well, that is only a small part of a specific urban legend, which you know much about. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Tales of Grim. I'm your host, Tori.
0: And I'm Tyler, and clearly, again, this hotel needs to get a better plumber if the water is black.
1: Okay, have you not heard of Elise Lamb? Oh, yeah,
0: no, of course I have.
1: That was the whole thing. Her body was found in the water tower. Yes. People knew that something was wrong with the water because it was coming out black. It's part of the whole urban legend.
0: I feel like that urban legend was around before Elisa Lam. Because Elisa Lam was like, what was it, 2009? Something like that? 2010?
1: I don't know. Some urban legends can feel older than others can. Like, there's specifically one urban legend where I want to say it's a combined one where in one story it's a group of college kids that bring home this rolled up carpet that they think is in great shape. It's going to look perfect in the dorm room, whatever. They roll it out. There's a dead body in it. In another story.
0: What? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not skipping that one. How do you get a carpet that's rolled up and not realize there is a body in it?
1: Do you know how heavy carpets can be?
0: Do you know the shape of the human body? Unless it's a baby or a child, there's no way you don't know that that's in there.
1: They're always rolled up carpets with like X amount of room in the middle of it.
0: Yes, I understand Like, you that. won't
1: always know. Like, unless you literally look down, which I don't know why they wouldn't have looked down, but anyway.
0: But, no, no, no hang on. Let's say you roll up a body, like, you know, a, a full adult. Like, it is clearly, they have broad shoulders, unless it's a woman, but even then, like, there's gonna be a very big opening that you can see in and be like, hey, what's blocking the light in that hole of the rolled up car- carpet?
1: It wasn't a perfect carpet, okay?
0: I'm just saying, that is some flawed crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there's another story, and I want to say this was actually a, a true crime story, I want to say. I don't remember much of the details about it, but a couple went to a hotel, and they checked into a room. They started smelling something really putrid from their mattress. So they asked the guest keeping to come in clean everything again they did guest keeping did it two three times and then they finally decided to turn the mattress over and inside the mattress was a dead body
0: you know they actually had something similar to that on american horror story
1: Yes, that's probably the story where it came from. Oh,
0: well, yeah. I mean, that's definitely American Horror Story is taken from that urban legend. Yes. I just remember the scene of, like, um, someone got murdered, so they hid the dead body inside the mattress. And then the person wasn't actually dead, so they were clawing their way through the mattress. And, like, they scared this couple that was, like, that just rented the room with it.
1: Was that from the literal hotel season? (laughs) Yeah. Like Lady Gaga?
0: American Horror Story Hotel. Yeah.
1: But there are many... Many urban legends that basically shape our lives and what we believe and our pop culture. Like that urban legend with AHS and all of that stuff. Are there any urban legends that you remember from a childhood?
0: Whenever I think of urban legends, I legit think of the movie urban legends (laughs) it was a late 90s horror slasher film and it's a fun movie it's not great but it's fun
1: it's an entertaining movie
0: yeah you know you have a serial killer that's basing all his kills off urban legends
1: it's not one where you have to have like five drinks like santa jaws so what are some of the urban legends that you remember from that video though or that movie
0: okay so i mean this is just more of a life lesson compared to a urban legend but, uh, always check your back seat of your car before driving it. Because you never know if someone broke in there and is just hanging out in the backseat. Because, like, one of the urban legends was that, uh, this person was driving down this road, she stopped to get gas, and then, um, there was this gas attendant that, you know, he came out to help her pump her gas, and then he looked in the car but didn't say anything, he goes, Oh, ma'am, um, your card was declined after, like, she gave him the card to go pay it. Uh, can you come inside and pay it? And he was, and she was like, okay, sure. And then as she goes in, he kind of like grabs her and is like, he starts to say something, but the fact that he grabbed her, she freaks out and just like gets away. And then at that point, you know, she runs back to her car and starts driving and he's like screaming, there's someone in the backseat of your car. And then naturally there's someone in the backseat of her car that kills her. And then she crashes the car.
1: Which he actually has a stutter, doesn't he?
0: Well, that's in the, um the urban legends movie and that gas attendant is played by brad durough which you would recognize as charles lee ray aka chucky
1: cool. wait what
0: yeah brad durough plays uh the, the stuttering gas attendant in the urban legends movie and then on top of it brad okay Duriff...
1: i'm gonna have to re-watch this movie then yeah and... now that i know <laughs> what he looks like
0: well he's an old man now
1: well, yeah, but his daughter played literally him in the show. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally a young version of him. Which, which, if you guys
0: haven't been watching, the new Child Place series is uh, on TV, Chucky. And great. we
1: promise we will do an episode on it, but that, as well as the new Dexter, we do want to finish the series before we give you guys an episode.
0: Yes, Absolutely. But anyways, yeah, so Brad (laughs) Dourif plays the, uh, the Gaston in that, but also Brad Dourif was in, um, Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween. He played the, uh, the sheriff in it. So he always kind of sticks to horror. Also Lord of the Rings.
1: That is so random. Just
0: horror, horror, horror. Horror
1: horror movie, horror movie, horror movie, Lord of the Rings. Horror movie, horror movie. Probably just, what?
0: He was Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings.
1: Wormtongue?
0: He was the one that was possessing the King of Rohan. Remember, he kind of made the the King all old looking, and then Gandalf and crew step in and be like, "Hey, something's wrong with this boy." And uh, or not Gandalf? Gandalf wasn't there at that point, but uh, or maybe he was. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched that scene. I just remember at um, least Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn.
1: Oh, there. that one
0: was yeah. he? Huh. Yeah, Wormtongue was like basically working for um, Saruman, and uh, you know this is. Some topic we can get on later. So Anyways, he was kind of like in the a Rasputin
1: movie. type of character? Got it?
0: He was like a shifty, let me spread my evil ways into the king and possess him.
1: So Rasputin, got it?
0: Sure. Anyways. Uh, yes.
1: I'm happy that you just go along with what I say.
0: You know, if I don't recognize it, I'm trusting you. But I don't know if you're talking about a movie or something.
1: No, the actual person. Like, literally, he made, like best friends with the czarina, and, like, helped, what was it, make the prince healthier or as healthy as he could because he had that one sickness or whatever. Earned favors, all of that stuff. Everyone hated him. Everyone drowned him. So, go bye-bye.
0: Anyways, back <laughs> to Urban Legends. So that's one of the ones I know about. The other one is um, the uh, the kidney date one. Mm. Where whenever you're on a date with someone, you know, make sure you don't leave your drink unattended because they could slip you something. And if they do slip you something, you wake up basically roofied in a bathtub with your kidney missing.
1: Which part of that, I will say, is an actual horror for a lot of people. Just Uh, getting roofied and (laughs) waking up, maybe not without your kidneys missing, but waking up in a place that you don't remember because of... This person or that person like it's not fun
0: other than that very dark urban legend um because you know let's avoid the roofie topic um
1: would you rather want to get on the topic of selling your organs on the black market
0: sure what story (laughs) is that one
1: literally that one
0: who sells their organs on the black market
1: that is again another urban legend that corresponds to a real life event where someone woke up in a different country after partying with their friends or something with their kidneys missing a whole bathtub full of ice
0: well that's literally the same legend i was just talking about
1: yes except it's a true story oh
0: well yeah things like that that, do
1: happen oh yeah especially in like Lesser off countries.
0: I thought you were talking about a completely separate story, and I was like, that's literally the same thing that I just said.
1: <laughs> no, I'm talking about what that story is based off of.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, no, there's definitely <laughs> a black market for um, kidneys and internal organs.
1: Yeah. Which, this is the part about Ur- urban legends that really does suck. <laughs>
0: so that's kind Most of, based of them on some are truth. based
1: off of truths. Exactly i just yeah i can't
0: <laughs> there's also the uh one of my favorites is the clown where it's the uh there's a babysitter watching a couple kids and every time she goes upstairs to check on the kids because she hears like a weird noise or something she passes this clown statue and it's like a small clown statue it's not super tall It's maybe like four or five feet or something like that and you know, she comes downstairs, and eventually she gets a call from the uh, the owners of the house. And they're like, oh, you know, we're just checking on you, checking on the kids, how are they doing? And the babysitter goes, oh yeah, no, everything's doing good, but um, it's super weird, because I keep getting these weird feelings from the clown statue. And the dad goes, go upstairs, avoid the statue, grab the kids, and go outside of the house immediately. And the babysitter's like, wait, why? And he goes, just don't ask questions, just do it. So they do it, and eventually, you know, the cops show up as she, you know, she passes the statue, takes the kid, they go downstairs. And um, the cops come out with the clown in handcuffs. Turns out it was this guy that escaped from a prison that was dressed up as a clown that broke into the house.
1: See, I heard a very similar story about that, where it's the same type of babysitter, but instead of the clown statue being, like, in the middle of the hallway or wherever it's actually in the parent's bedroom. And the kids keep asking if they can watch TV in their parents' bedroom, but if the babysitter can turn the clown around, like, basically get rid of it because it creeps them out. So the babysitter then, like in your story, calls the parents and basically asks them, like, hey, like, this clown statue is really creeping your kids out. They want to watch TV in your room for some reason. Like, would I be able to just turn it around, put a sheet over it, something like that. And then the parents say the exact same thing from your story of grab the kids, get out of the house. Like, just do it. No questions asked. Just do it. But both the kids and the babysitter are never heard of again.
0: Oh, see, I never got that part. I think that's the most interesting thing about urban legends is that because they're such word of mouth, it's like a game of telephone. They always change in some slight variation. (laughs) Like I have heard the, uh, oh my God, the calls coming from inside the house storyline. Oh my God. Yeah. Different variations of it.
1: (laughs) Classic scream.
0: Well, also the movie when a stranger calls, Mm -hmm. which is also a great horror movie. If you guys haven't seen it, have you seen that one? Have I shown you that? Okay, that's that's actually one my parents really love too. That's a really good one. It basically has Nev Campbell in it, and you know clearly she's a babysitter watching two kids in this giant, rich mansion of a house in the middle of the woods. And it's like the police basically it takes them like almost half an hour to get to the house, like it's that far out of the way. And um, you know this girl just keeps getting all these calls, and basically like this guy just keeps breathing on the other end of the line. And eventually, like, someone comes to the house and it's like one of her friends. I think it's Katie Cassidy, actually. And, um, or it m- I might be wrong. But anyways, so her friend kind of messes with her a little bit. And then her friend leaves, but her friend gets killed by the serial killer that's already on the property. Of
1: course. Right.
0: And, uh, and, you know, it's a serial killer that escaped from a mental asylum or something like that or prison or I don't remember. But, you know, he's on the loose. And then, you know, they do the whole, at the end of the call, at the end of the movie, she calls the police, and the police are able to trace the call with the guy, and they're like, the call's coming from inside the house! And then at that point, it's her trying to, like, get the kids and get out of the house without this guy killing them. It's a good movie. It's it's a really good one. Not the best, but I, it's an enjoyable one.
1: <laughs> Very true.
0: Yeah. And then what was some other ones?
1: I know there was one urban legend. There wasn't... Much of an urban legend that really came across this as much as misinformation way back when, I think in the 20s or 30s or something like that, Um, basically a toxic body that got the nurses and doctors that were attending to this body sick.
0: Oh, that's an actual case. Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't remember if there was ever like an actual urban legend per se,
0: with it, it or um, if it was just,
1: like, a case with misinformation.
0: I want to say it was a body that was um, infected with, like, radiation. And there was a radiation poisoning that killed the doctors and nurses.
1: Yeah, and made them sick and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that was the true story. But, again, I can't remember if there was an urban legend that went with it more. Or just the misinformation of, oh, a toxic body that's going to kill you if you're in x amount of feet of it or
0: whatever well i mean that's radiation poisoning (laughs) exactly (laughs) well then we also have the biggest urban legend that we did not talk about and that is of course if you say her name three times in front of a mirror she comes and kills you bloody mary there's a nice little drink made after it but uh you know i'm not a big fan of bloody mary's personally
1: yeah neither am i
0: i don't like tomato juice i can't do it
1: I think once I heard, A, what it was based off of, and B, what really makes the illusion, like the whole eye situation with the illusion, um, I can't remember what that's called, but your eyes basically shift in a way where it doesn't recognize your own reflection, I want to say. And they think, your eyes think that that's like Bloody Mary, for example, or something like that.
0: That being said, I'm going to test this legend right now. I'm going to look no. in the mirror. No, yep. get
1: your ass. No. No, 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 Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody
0: Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I don't know if you guys could hear, but I yelled Bloody Mary like five times in a row. Nothing happened. So, didn't work. Tori's just giving me a death glare right now.
1: I hate you.
0: I'm very excited to edit this part in the episode.
1: Oh, God. For a second, he literally started running away and turning off the lights and screaming that name. And I'm just like, no!
0: It's an urban legend. Nothing's going to happen.
1: No, I know, but still.
0: I also couldn't remember if it was three times or five times. I think (laughs) I get that confused with Candyman because Candyman was five. Three times. No, Candyman was five.
1: No, sorry, uh, Bloody Mary was three times.
0: Oh, well, yes, absolutely. Okay, yes, that would make more sense.
1: <laughs> don't do it again or I'll kick your ass.
0: I'm looking in the mirror. Bloody no. Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. I'm fine. <laughs> Watch me get murdered tonight and we don't ever edit this episode. I was the one that did it. You'd be fine.
1: I would be an accomplice.
0: Ooh, to Bloody Mary. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Do you think you can survive in jail? No. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Well,
1: I would survive in a way that I would kill them with kindness and be like, hi, I want to be your friend. I didn't do anything. Please love me.
0: Oof. All right. Good luck with that. <laughs> Either way, urban legend. I just tested this urban legend. Clearly, it's not real.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, once I heard about where this came from and what Bloody Mary actually was or who she was, I kind of stopped believing in it. Still freak out anytime someone tries to do that whole thing, which is why I'll kick Ty's ass later.
0: I literally just tried to shut off all the lights and do this really quickly.
1: (laughs) I jumped up, turned the lights back on. But anyway, for those of you who don't know out there, it's actually Bloody Mary, Queen Mary of England, Queen Elizabeth's sister, because she literally killed so many people who did not fit her religion, which was like an anti her dad or something like that.
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I think Henry was one religion mary was another and then elizabeth was like her dad's religion or something like that but mary basically killed a lot of people which gave her the name of bloody mary so i know that there was this one urban legend very popular of the hook man of lovers lane
0: the hooker of lovers lane
1: hook man
0: oh i mean hey men can be hookers (sighs)
1: <sighs> really
0: i mean i'm not wrong
1: i mean true <laughs> but you know what i mean
0: <laughs> yes i know the urban legend of the uh, the lovers in the car and the radio comes on and says the uh, escaped mental patient with the hook for a hand got out of the asylum and then they just hear the uh random tapping on the car and then the boyfriend goes to check it out and when he gets out of the car, the girlfriend doesn't hear from him for a while. And then she gets out of the car. And then she sees his hanging body um, scraping on the top of the car. But then she tries to drive away. And then she hears this, like, thud as she's driving. And then when she gets home, she sees the hook of the killer on the rear end of the car. I have heard all that and separate variations of that.
1: Yeah, the... This- she got out of the car because she heard scraping from the top of the roof and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a very popular myth.
0: Yep, which they also show in the Urban Legends movie. They do? Mm-hmm.
1: They also show the, was it blowing up of the cat?
0: Oh, the cat in the microwave, or dog in the microwave. <laughs> Something like that.
1: Poor kitty.
0: Our doggy. I don't remember what it was.
1: I think it was a cat. I
0: thought it was a dog. I thought it was a tiny dog.
1: Something like that. But they also think that it's one other urban legend. I can't remember which one it is. Uh, But then there was another urban legend of, I think one or two of the girls went like swimming in the school pool. And the urban legend of like getting trapped beneath the surface of the cover and basically drowning that way. Yes. Like there was a hint at that. I don't think it ever came to fruition, but it, yeah.
0: Actually, there was a um, a movie about that that came out in the last few years, and I don't remember what the name of it was. But it's basically about these two girls that were on like swim team or something, and they were swimming after hours, and the pool cover had automatic pool covers, so it would. Sh- Cover the pool at X amount of time, and they got covered underneath and couldn't get out. And there's this whole thing of them basically treading water, and it's like this whole drama piece of them trying to survive while this thing has them encased.
1: I want to say that there's also a horror movie. I still want to try and find what the hell it is. Is a Rose Red or something like that? I've talked about this before multiple times with you. And I can never remember, but there was one scene where a girl literally goes swimming and it's not a mechanical pool cover, but she still drowns because the cover goes on top and nobody can hear her, nobody can see her or anything like that.
0: Well, clearly, and that this legend has now shaped like multiple movies and things of this happening.
1: And there has, like I said, every urban legend has some connection to the real world, to history in some point. So I kind of wonder what, what real life story, you know, made this urban legend.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I mean, I imagine something like that happened at some point. But uh, that being said, we'll have to wonder this for another time because it is now the end of our episode, Tori. Oh, no. So sad. So true. So urban. So legend.
1: So as I said, this is the ending of our episode this week. If you guys have any urban legends that we missed or any variations of an urban legend that we have said or any histories that we may have missed or anything like that, please share and... We honestly love that.
0: Absolutely. And we'll see you guys next time.
1: See ya.